Uh, yeah, maybe it's just because he's not in this gen, but he never pushes the very high tiers anymore. I mean, he's just, he's what you call a boring normal type. Yeah. Boring normal types don't get to be there unless they're ex exceptional normal types. Like the new Ursaring, Ursaluna. Except he's a normal grand, so maybe he's a cheater too. The only way to be normal is to be exceptional, and he's yeah. exceptional. Isn't he a, a form? Yeah, yeah. They got a new one they just released, like, yesterday. I didn't know that the new expansion's out. Yeah, just and, come out. And his his expansion form how is, much, like... Did you buy the expansion? No. Do you know it. how much it is? I wouldn't be... 45 oh, bucks yeah. for two. For both. Oh, for both. That's not that bad, really. I was just going to say, piece. I'd pay about half that. would be okay. Yeah. 45 for two. Now I got to pay it up front. But he's sick. He's, so the, uh, the regular Hisuian... Stats distribution is sick. He's got like sheer force and guts are his abilities. So pick pick how you want to just no no it might be bulletproof, which is also pretty decent. I like that. He's, <laughs> he's definitely got guts. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, they can listen to us. He's got a little bit of Pokemon. But he's a god. He's super good. And then they release the other one who's a special attacker instead of a physical attacker. But he's I think he's still a normal ground. And that guy might be twice as good. I can't remember what his ability was. It was something... It was like Scrappy, but Ew. a little bit better. No, Scrappy, normal attacks hit. It goes. Yeah, with, he's a normal type, right? He's also ground. Yeah, but you want to use uh, Boom Burst and stuff. Like 120 base power that doesn't miss move with a special attacker. He had like 135 special attacks. super or anything. Right, that's why it's got 135 power. But it's uh, or 120 power. He's uh, it doesn't always need to super. Sometimes it just needs to threaten. It basically. He shouldn't him... be one shotting stuff with it though, unless it's. Like, he's got fatal. he's got like 130 special attack. He's got like 130 special attack and like a a boom burst, right? And if you Terra, then he's gone, lickety split, and he's way insane. But the only thing that stops these attacks, because you can almost nothing, literally nothing resists except for like rock and steel and ghost, kind of. If you got scrappy, then ghost doesn't do it anymore, right? So you've got almost no resists to this attack, and it's just going to come in and slam something. But yeah, it had something you're more to it. 130, right? Yeah. But like a 70 power or oh, know, no, you're... 80 power super effective move. You I know, know like but he's got. Well there. But he's got stab on it. And if you tear him, he's got double stab. But like an earth power, so he's got stab. First is the scrappy ability. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. You should be able to earth power all the ghost Pokemon. You should, but it's more about... Yeah, you're right about that. But Unless you're worried about choice specking. Then probably. But what you're, like what you're worried about is, uh, is he comes in and he's got someone that you don't want to earth power. And he's also got a ghost top on his team. Now you can just jam that or like facade types, but I mean he's not going to use yeah, that he, because yeah. if he had guts, the other one has guts and facade, guts, and facade. he goes nuts. Talon, not Talon, but Swellow is a devastating Pokemon, and mm -hmm. she's only got like seventy or eighty attack. Sheer force, with guts, guts and there's another one. Any of those those booster ones that give yeah. thirty to fifty percent boost. Are ludicrous. Like it, it's a huge advantage. You don't think of it because you're gonna lose six percent of your life a turn when you burn yourself. Mm -hmm. But that's a huge advantage that you can't be statused, you know, because you've already got the burn and it actually made you stronger. Yeah. Or the other guy's got like toxic and you can just switch into the toxic. Like you'd rather be burned. Yeah. yeah but I mean, still it gives great counterplay, and then you come in and you just smash things and facade plays off that so well. It's, it's pretty ludicrous. I, I like in, in the, the Nuzlocks, the harder ones, a lot of the times they take their Pokemon and go fight like a Weedle and let them get poisoned so to activate Guts, and then they can still hold an item. Right. So they go into the battle, pre-poisoned, pre-burned, whatever. You know, poison... And, and getting to hold an item? Hmm. Crazy. I just... But. It's pretty good. Guts is really good. It's one of the top tiers. If it didn't wear you down, but it's still, like, top tier. Yeah. I think Sheer Force is probably the best. Sheer Force is cool. Because all the best moves already have secondary effects. A lot of for most For the most part. And that just is like asking for trouble. Sheer, Sheer Force for alligators fun. He's Dragon Dance. Right. Set up on people. It's pretty good.
Welcome back to Tabletop Troops. Yo, yo, yo. Once Welcome again. Welcome back to Pokemon Talk. We, yeah. uh, say that was my bad with the Pokemon stuff. Hey, I don't, just got, don't, uh, don't say sorry. This I just is downloaded good. the bonus pack for the Nintendo Switch and both Pokemon Stadium games are in there. So I was just showing Kyle the power of Shuckle. Shuckle? Shuckle we, won. We have to do a tournament sometime. So just going to put it out there. Shuckle won. The, the gym, three, the battle. Three no, it doesn't matter who. And then your your team featuring a Dragonite and a Crobat couldn't win against a uh, against a uh, Poly. Yeah, they hit a drill. That's what all. That's all. Oh, gold team. I, I misclicked four times because the controls weren't the way I thought they were. Oh, uh, and you I did, got hit by a 30% accuracy move. You did give me a good call with the Sandstorm. It was OP there. So you there. <laughs> but anyways, where with the Sandstorm? You were uh, where your critical failures here once again? We're on YouTube for the first time. Yeah. I mean, live on YouTube for the first time. We've been here before. Well, this depends on how often we lose our all our videos, right? <laughs> it all never get it. Wins or loses. It, it, <laughs> that's exactly it. Unfortunately, I no longer have that. Uh, that I don't even know what the word for it. I'm looking for is, but that liberty, that luxury. I never have that luxury because I no longer have that luxury because. These will be on the channel as soon as we're done streaming them. So. You mean the luxury of losing things? Yeah, of <laughs> making myself look like the, the, the winner always, which I usually am. I would just you watch, watch the episodes, the evidence will show it's for itself. <clears throat> watch the ones he actually so, posts. <laughs> today, we are trying something different. As we do with most episodes. We, were, we, rarely, we rarely do the same idea twice. Unless it's super popular or it, people want it. If it's if you guys want it, tell us. And we'll, Have we ever done we'll anything? We'll twice? even focus. We did the, the I guess what well, was stronger. We did a whole bunch. Of yeah, shorts. yeah, but they shorts, were shorts. So. Shorts, yeah, yeah, shorts. This is the podcast. This is critical failures. And, and we this, did some. Uh, some we're all AI like, stuff kind of. Yeah, this. Yeah, we, we did a lot. We, of AI. we redid. We redid. We did lots of AI, but we, we also redid the first episode with an AI version of Jordan. That one I didn't uh, I didn't release either because the audio was a little that bit messed up. That was a up. banger though. Yeah. Like, the AI, was... the, we only had to update Oops. it like twice, and it was almost a perfect replica of Jordan. It was pretty good. <laughs> we did have to tweak it once or twice. It was we pretty good. I'm it. learning more about ChatGPT, so eventually we won't need Jordan here. <laughs> what would you do without me? Uh, so I'm the interesting I'll... one. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'll get to I'll get thumbs to up the, the, wrong word. the the uh the point of this episode I guess let you guys know what we're about to be doing. Awesome t-shirt, Ethan, by the way. Batman, it's Adam West version, so you know <laughs> it, it's version. the best. Um, we Leave are in the doing. Who your favorite Batman is? I even I even thought about a name one. for a podcast specifically about this topic, where you where basically I get you guys to debate about something every night, and I thought I was like that could be actually money because you mean, that's just all what we normally do, do about <laughs> everything. You guys do. I could just be like you guys each take a side and debate. Like just neither hmm. of you can give up an inch. But anyways, she knows. so today. We're going to talk about a controversial topic. I mean, we sort of have a consensus of what we think, but it's controversial to you. And these guys are willing to say things that they don't actually believe to win an <laughs> argument. So it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I've known. Maybe it's just me. I I've, I, I perfectly it's, recall it's myself doing that before. That Ethan doesn't give enough inspiration. That's We've had, uh, not controversial. That no, is no, fact. Fact. No, fact. No more. We will speak. It's of this true no though. Longer. If he puts me on a side I don't believe in, I'm gonna win that argument, <laughs> and I'm gonna sacrifice whatever it takes to get there. So watch out. So today we're talking about home homebrew versus rules as written, which. It's a dangerous Raw world. Job. Basically, it's uh, the the cool DM versus the rules lawyer, which I don't know. I don't know if being being in, super into homebrew doesn't necessarily mean depends on how good, good you DM, are. Right? It, it's, it's, it's true. It, they both have flaws. So yeah, you got to be flexible. Since we're in Canada, we have loonies to uh, do our coin flips with. Crazy so, currency. That's right. Crazy wacky currency. That's so worth uh, about what twenty five cents US. <laughs> probably. Please fund us. We're starving to death. <laughs> uh, Kyle, you can call it. Oh, 
Cast uh, never fails. Actually, I, I wanted to be. Re- I don't want you to be pick either. So I guess <laughs> it's gonna flip it and then tell us. I was, I was gonna flip it and get you to pick which side you want to defend, but I, I wanted. I'd prefer. I was to gonna be pick duck side too. So, Kyle. <laughs> I'm gonna give you something. You really wasted it. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, so deal. Heads, Kyle will defend homebrew. Tails, you will defend rules as written. Okay. I might defend both. Give me some time. I think he flipped it the wrong way. I think he's (laughs) no, no, no. It's heads. heads. So Kyle is defending uh, all homebrew everywhere. Ah, me. I'm the straight man then. <laughs> okay. I mean, so you want me to start or him to start? Um, I mean, are you giving us some topics or something to, to point us in a direction? So, I mean, I could ramble about anything, but I mean, direction does help. I guess. <laughs> um, what I was thinking is, I'd give like a like a, an opening statement if you guys are prepared to do that. Like, just like I a, don't know, I never prepared anything. Didn't even know what we were doing till we got here right now. Perfect. Even though I told you a while ago what we were doing. Did you? Uh, I didn't really understand. It was in the group chat, but... I thought uh, we were doing TikTok videos or something. Spoiler alert. We're not doing that. Don't worry about it. We're never doing TikTok. (laughs) We're on TikTok, by the way. I just started our TikTok channel today, so check that out. Just click like. Don't worry about what's said. And follow. Follow us if you like me. Uh, Jordan's not in any of our shorts on, on, on our TikToks yet. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jordan recorded 20 just bangers. Yeah, bangers. Internet, oh, lost <laughs> in space. Uh, uh, give me time. I don't even know what they are. I completely skipped over them when I was editing our yeah, you see? I gotta go for That's not me. YouTube records some gems and we're like, fine, we're going mining. And they're still there. Yeah, bang. the views jump way up. Them. I just remarried <laughs> them. Just remarried them, yeah. Something to warp. hundred years <laughs> now, find it. Uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll do another coin flip to determine who will go first. Nice. So, uh, Tails never fails. Tails is me. I was going to call him Tails. Tails. <laughs> good, I didn't want to go first. So, I just need to so shit on Kyle, whatever he Kyle says. basically say what you think is good about homebrew, and then Jordan... When, once Kyle's done, you'll have some time to pick apart everything he just Wait, said. I'm going to dig for the shit there, now. <laughs> the thing with homebrew is it's 100% necessary to have homebrew in your games or you're not going to be playing the game at its fullest potential. D&D 5e especially has so many flaws. There's so many things about that game that just doesn't make sense, just isn't up to snuff with something else. There's so many problems with the game. The lack of, of magic items, the lack of class balance, like the balance between the classes especially. There's so much problem. And I put it out there that if you, there's not one D&D group, unless maybe you're an Adventurer's League group, that plays 100% rules as written. It's probably true. Because there's so much stupid things like drinking a potion is an action. Can't cast two leveled spells on a turn. There's all kinds of stupid shit like that that just, when you tweak that stuff, you immediately improve your game. And there's nothing worse than a player gets excited to play a class and realizes, oh, this doesn't work the way I thought it would, even though that way would be better, would be fun. Like you got to help that guy work something out with the player, tweak it so he can do the thing that he wants to do, and everybody can have fun mind uh presenting some evidence of everybody plays uh with some homebrew rules oh, the potion is a bonus action that's almost universal does, i don't even uh, know if that counts as a homebrew do potion as a bonus action i don't watch critical role you've never watched critical role i've never watched them drink a potion <laughs> same yeah i've watched some too but <laughs> then you should uh, know do you know the answer to that question uh no, but I feel like you say everybody does, and the most pop you can't you bring up any evidence of the most popular guy. Role, Who other than class. yourself have you watched use a homebrew rule? I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to get you maybe to show other like exhibit a. Myself, people <laughs> that like stream D and D. Sure, a- anybody you've seen play. So D&D. I I make the argument that a potion as a bonus action isn't a homebrew rule. It's more of a house rule. It's not really homebrew. Homebrew is like creating and changing and tweaking. I feel like to me. Does Baldur's Gate change everything? Homebrew. 
Like, if they do something, is it still homebrew? Because it's not rules as written in the DMJ. And it's rules as written in Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, it's, it's I do think official. they're different it's things. A, it's just an interesting Adventures thought. Adventures League I thought runs 100% rules as written. Mm -hmm. So, right. if you can't do it in Adventure League, then it's a homebrew rule. Yeah. House rules, I understand. I mean, like to me, like homebrew is creating homebrew. something new. Whereas this is just like tweaking a rule that exists. So like when you make a new item or a new monster or a new event, that's homebrew. But when you're just saying, oh, it's, I mean, I think we're splitting hairs. So yeah. I think that the truth is like, but it, to me, it doesn't really encompass what homebrewing is, but it is, it's like pretty close. I mean, what is one D and D, how does one D and D affect homebrew? Oh, it's we just official, ignore. So anything that's yeah. in one D and D is no different than if I write it down on a piece of paper. It has as much validity. But what about you would say the same thing as Unearthed Arcana? I feel like yeah. that that's like that's playtest stuff. Playtest like, material you can't run it in adventure. It's, it's true. I don't true. think that makes it homebrew. I think it makes it probably it is homebrew it's, it's, it's experimental deals in right, absolute style you can't it can't be either homebrew or not but i did the title of the episode is homebrew versus rules as written. rules is written is rules as written officially by wizards of the coast that is printed that is their rules their stuff they put out specifically states on earth arcana specifically state this is for playtest only so it is not official rules as written. I know. Therefore, it is homebrew. But nobody plays, like, for the most part, we're not playing official games. Whenever anyone plays even a book, an adventure book, unless you're playing Adventure League, all that stuff is out of a book, but, but built by the DM. So, I mean, it's not really homebrew. Book, that's still homebrew. Oh, yeah, third party, but not if you buy a book from Wizards. Uh, okay, so Critical Wizards. Role has several books. Some are printed by Wizards to the Coast, some aren't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying that any adventure that's made, you can't run it directly from the book because it's designed to be crafted by the DM to some degree. So they're taking something and making it into something else, or maybe not even something else, but it's up to their direction. So I don't think that's homebrewing. I think that's just used, using something that is given to you to play the game as it's meant to be. Now, when you start crafting and creating things, then... Then it becomes but more homebrew. It follows the same idea of changing base rules versus creating things. They're all something that you oh, know. Oh no, I agree. But I do think decided. the game is changing the core rules of creativity is a part of the main game. I, the the only the biggest problems I have with well, homebrew. There's an argument to be made that the DMG's opening line says the DM has final say. So that's then, a then terrifying is, thing. So then there is no such thing as home rule rules as written. Yeah, it's all final say. I know, but, but yeah, but that's not really what we're talking about. But you're right, you're right. That but is like true. to me, there's no difference between house rules and homebrew. If I create a class, a magic item, or let you drink a potion as a bonus action, I've already stuck my hands into the main rules of the games and jiggled them around. I mean, like, but I just think that for an argument of this sort, it's a little bit too all-encompassing to take all the rules that I think a lot of people play by. But we. And if you then get just hyper specific of your homebrews, it's not as globally understood. See, to me, like if you general. told me you were gonna play, remember, I'm I'm defending uh, rules oh. as written, but if you told me we we're gonna play and action to drink a potion, I'd say you're full of shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and there's some certain things of that sort that I would say. But if that's you sit down to play rules as written. You have to drink it. As I well. know, but I wouldn't do it. See? <laughs> yeah, see how this works? Point me. Point him. For the purpose of this argument, we will say that house rules count as homebrew. Though, Kyle, I will I will suggest you not lean so hard on the house rules. For I'm now. just saying house rules versus specific I think it's, it's more house rule. It's more house rule versus world accepted to the potion rule is like a is a big swath a lot of people play by it the internet believes it. It's, it, it is not. true but at the same time if you're thinking of the rules lawyer and somebody's like exactly. like yeah That's you're right rules right. lawyer like, yeah get, like and the dm's like you can drink your potion as a bonus action and the rulers rules lawyer would be like actually it takes an action to drink I a just, potion it's like so well, you can drink it as an action for Max Hell. Or this round. That's cool switch, yeah. I will award Kyle six out of ten points. I don't even know if I got a rebuttal, but I like it. I'll take my you four. Did, you did. That's a good loss. You, you 
You said four, but for what? Well, you I mean he got six? I get the other four, right? No, 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 no. out of ten for his opening statement. Your uh, rebuttal affected his point total. That, that's a crazy God, I'm not right. getting any more than four. I, it's how, it, I score how I want to score here. So, <laughs> that's cool, so that's how you win all the time. All right, all right, Jordan. Why should people stick to the rules? People should stick to the rules because um, there's a, a certain fairness that everyone can see, and it's very transparent. When everyone follows the same rule set, and it's always consistent and makes sense, we know that we can only walk so many feet. That guy can only walk so many feet. That The game makes sense. When spells work the way they're supposed to, the world makes sense. You got mad at Wish that time, but what if someone invented a spell that wasn't Wish, but was level 3, and they homebrewed that into the game? You got mad at Raw Wish. You got mad at Raw Wish, which people could. But that's the way this game works. I mean, to me, the, the rules is written is to, is to create a balance for the game to be played by so that everyone can enjoy it, so that we don't have to always be looking over our shoulder for the next weird thing that's going to happen. I mean, I'm not saying creativity shouldn't be a part of it, but I think a rigid system does allow for the game to be consistent and for you to uh, have a good time with it for that reason. I mean, uh, just knowing, understanding what's going to happen does add a lot to a game so uh i do i see your point about uh like like just sticking to like the hard things and like making like little fudges can make nothing matter in a game and i feel like that's sort of a big big point in yeah. what you're saying so it's the big fudges are the ones we're worried about but you completely rewrite a class and then it completely changes them and i've seen them like Kyle's homebrewed things once in a while, one way or the other. And you'll go, he'll like, this is a great idea. Let's try this. I'm like, that's stupid. It's going to be unbalanced. Kyle goes, no, nah, it's great. Then he does it and it's stupid and unbalanced. So he has one to... One example. Calm down, Kyle. It's all right. Kyle took that straight to heart. It was, uh, <laughs> but the greatest example was, and it wasn't you. Oh, God. Exactly. It was when we were doing, what was that thing called? The, the book that you just... Uh, Grim, Grim, Hollow. Grim Hollow, and they had the ranger, and they they got us to play, play test it, and I did like the oh yeah the there is the rat one, in there. and we played that right, and I said this is broken, Kyle, because no nothing, nothing, buddy, just played. I said we did it, and we played it, and Kyle said it's broken. I agree with you. He you send it to them, and they yeah. changed it. So the point is, they saw it too. So the point is, that's just that's an example of a play test homebrew type you have situation. To play test. Yeah, you do. I think with homebrew and raw rules is right. I agree. You have to see it in action. But sometimes people don't see it. Sometimes people don't okay. catch it as fast as they can. And when they want to play it in their game, like I'm not saying we shouldn't play test and do that type of thing. I'm just saying that when it does show up, that homebrew could throw games off badly. All of a sudden, you get this spiral, right? I give that guy a god tier magic item. Then I need to give the other guy a god tier magic item, but because that I created. And now both guys get god tier magic items. Now my monsters need to be god tier threats, and yeah, if they're not race. god, yeah, it becomes an arm, arms race. You can have an arms race with rules as written. Yeah, but it's I a get, lot less. Uh, Ethan's paladin, a plus three longsword, vanilla. Out of the board yeah, rules that written. is some good shit. And then the fighter, I never give him a magic weapon. I know, then he falls way behind. And then he falls way behind. It and does I happen. The paladin that Raws is written is already just one of the strongest classes. Yeah, but the the raw would also. To some degree, detail how they should be achieving their items. I'll use your when we were any pre-written game. There's unbalanced magic items. There are that sword. That sword that yeah, why was, was that there? Super early. I said we when were like what level two three. Yeah, when you when got it, it, when you found it, I said that that's probably that's the strongest weapon item. in the book. In in the book, right there. Yeah, so is. I mean, and it's it is unbalancing. See, the thing with raw is raw is like communism. It works in theory. The real truth behind it is the only way it can work is if everything is so perfectly balanced that there is no need to homebrew. And yeah. I doubt that is ever going to happen. You will Probably. always find something. I mean, because it's impossible to make a cake that everybody likes. You could just as equally like, create a homebrew that are, they're completely unbalanced too. I, 
Yeah. It's a, but Wizards of the Coast, the Mystic is a UA printed by Wizards of the Coast. What were they doing? They were smoking so much crack that <laughs> They were smoking so much crack. I have never in my life created anything that unbalanced. No, not even close. But, That's uh, hard to believe, but not even I, close. When I homebrew things, it's usually to solve a problem that I see in game. Yeah, sometimes like, you overbrew it, but I mean, I, sometimes well, it happens. I also believe you need to overbrew things so people will try it. Yeah. It's a lot easier to pull it in a little bit and then tweak it here and there, then, like, if something's so weak that you will never be willing yeah. to use it, then you can see, never see it. I think, I think people are always gonna, <laughs> gonna be adding things to the game, though. It's like modders in video games. Like, yeah. like they, like, when you make a video game, you, they polish it up as perfect as they can yeah. in some cases, yeah, not true. all the time. But in most cases, they polish it as much as they're willing to do, and then the and modders you... come in and they're like, it's... Sh this is crap. Like I yeah. can create better, and then they take it and they you got they, ponies they go, riding cats, right? Uh, lightsabers in Skyrim. Yeah, like, whatever. Short rest being an hour is stupid. Being an hour is stupid. But these are rigid rules. I'm not like to me. That's not arguing the creativity. There's some optional rules there too. Am I, I don't right? think there is. Feats not in that optional. case. Feats are when you use a feat, you're dipping yeah. into homebrew territory. You're dipping yeah, into optional written. is written, written rules, but it's an optional rule. That doesn't make it homebrew. That they're is they're not standard rule though. I know, Same but spell points. Spell points are an optional in, rule but that's, in the back in the DMG, right? Where but they are they're they're literally in, written. They are rules as written in in their description entail. You can do this if you want to. Here's how to do it. That's not the same as like I've come up with a I'm whole new system. I'm gonna have to side with Jordan that if it's in the book, it's written. Yeah. So it's so rules. Rolling stats is the standard way to build your character. It's a yeah, it's a rules is written. I, I think for sure. Yeah. I think rule like it's an option. It's there. It's when so. you start looking at things outside of it, like uh, well, anything, any class tweak you've created or anything you come up with like that. Yeah, anything like that. That that I've is seen homebrew. Countless things that I've tweaked that they put in toshes. So yeah. it's like they obviously seen it. Or one well. or one D and D. Or one D and D. A lot of people. The battle master overhaul that I did for the fighter. Yeah, it's a good switch. Great. It's too good. But I mean, uh, that's not the argument here. It isn't about the good things that happen. It's about homebrew well, as whole. If you go to what's that called? Is it like Dandy Wiki or something like? D and D Wiki. Is it? <laughs> D &D Wiki. Whatever, just as good. That that website is that. That's the homebrew one, right? That's just full of homebrew. But it also has raw stuff there too. But just don't look at the raw stuff. Just go start clicking homebrew. And you gotta like you're gonna be in tears by the end of it because yeah, there's some shit some that makes you stuff raw rules is written where oh, the coffee yeah. lock the coffee lock's oh, yeah. completely broken works completely it is bad it is a it's confirmed bad day property. it's a bad and what time what happens is is players like no 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 you can't do that so it's like now you have the veto rules is written stuff like <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> so. that's a poor job now, I mean I'd make the argument that maybe wizards should have done a better job creating their system and that's why you have to homebrew things no you have to tweak things there's All a right. difference things for this round i'm going to award jordan seven points that's right you got it, the good loss i got it, the good win it was lower it was only even with kyle before the rebuttal start and i you did you did bring up some good points in the rebuttal but you lost i feel like jordan i feel like jordan won the rebuttal tell me the and one time you played rock the whole game rock never I never because you've argument. always been my dm, you <laughs> DM for me too. okay okay ethan, ethan, ethan you played my uh my demon campaign and that was pretty close to raw but yeah. not raw that's true, the true. Point. i know but i think there's an argument true. with the way the books are created Kind of leads you to have to do something creative. So, so Kyle, it can't be only. So you missed a rebuttal point that I had on the tip of my mind, but I lost at the beginning of Jordan's. Seat. But but I I would have known it if you had said it. So uh, <laughs> so Jordan gets seven points for this round. I also don't like to distinguish between uh, house rules and homebrew because to me it's all the same. It's changes that you're doing to the base game. That we agreed on we agreed on that that house rules are homebrew but optional rules are rules as written that's yeah, that's what we've agreed on to this point i don't think optional rules written either okay well we, 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 this is the this is the the compromise that's that we've why come i got to. seven points kyle that's <laughs> why i got seven points so we're gonna flip again for you guys
Uh, nobody called it. I'm always tails. <laughs> okay, it was tails. Kyle's right about the duck. So, uh, Kyle, you can you can go uh, start again. Just uh, if you want to bring up another argument. For, you, just for do, you need topics. Hit us so with a topic. I'll go with. Because uh... we could do general forever, but we don't. It's it's not as easy. Like if you give us a topic, we can argue with that point. But either I'll way, we'll try. There you go. Like, class is a good place to do. Very seldom do I design a class from the ground up. Because I feel like pretty that's one thing true. they've done decently is they've given you a pretty good base. So a lot of the times you see you see patterns forming. Like we played D&D 5e for years. Yeah, pretty well since probably 10 years. It's probably... Very few fighters ever get played. I know, but I've, I'm starting to see more and more just how good they are. You see, but. very seldom does anyone play a monk and like it unless they're Lauren. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Is Lauren watching? You you see the problems that arise in classes like Barbarians. Yep. You you see the power that some classes have like Clerics and Rogues and Paladins. So you see this stuff from gameplay, and then you have two things that you can do. You can just let it play out and say, we don't need those two or three weak classes, whatever. We're fine with this, these eight that work. Or you can change them because you're going to get bored playing the same classes over and over. And you try to bring the weak classes up. I would always rather bring a weak class up to get closer to the power level of the top tier classes than to bring the top tier classes down a little bit so they're still the best classes. Which is what one D and D seems to be trying to do, yeah. where they just slightly nerf or nerf abilities of the top tier classes to bring them down to bring them closer. That's not fun. No, I would much rather away from people is always less fun than just giving everyone more power. I'd much rather beef up the weaker classes, and you can do that in different ways. You can do it with core core mechanics of the base class, which I usually like. You can do it with creating a subclass, which I do sometimes if there is a, a certain niche that I don't feel is being filled. <coughs> I made a subclass for Barbarian that was all about like uh, primal hunting and stuff so they could like throw spears and shoot bows and stuff. And it's like something that you can't accomplish unless you multi-class. Because I feel like if you can if you have to multi-class to make your thing work, it's a lot feels a lot better to have a subclass that just gives you that stuff. And then that way you don't have to multi-class and you feel it keeps your power up. But I mean like but the but there there in what you said is the point. But you can multi-class. And you, you can. can as rules is written it already exists. And you can already optional do rule again, but well, rules is written. <laughs> rules is written. Rules is optionally written. Everyone's in agreement. So like if you can multi-class, then I'm using spell points in your campaign then. Because it's an option. It doesn't work that way. The DM chooses. It's an option. We get to the option. Ethan's I'm going to use it until you say I can't. I'm Actually, not going to tell you. Because rules first, written. I wouldn't bother you with that information. I way prefer spell slots more. I think it's a better system. Our points is far superior. It's, it's more flexible. But I think that flexibility is what leads to our... Some of Ethan's hate for counterspell is because of my ability just to keep jamming that over and over and over again. When you run out of spell slots... <laughs> extra point for Kyle. <laughs> he needed it. He needed it. Anyway, we need to get back on on the topic here. But uh, so you said classes. Yeah, you can you can multi class. There's lots of class options out there. There's lots of uh, of different multi classes or uh, subclasses stuff that come out throughout the books. A lot of them are pretty good. There are. Um, mm, there's usually one or two that's. I know, but obviously the best option. But there, that's the mistake with the designers, and that sometimes that's the mistake with the raw. How well, they made no, it. No, that's their design. They, they designed problems. hexblade was, to be better than any other option. That was their mistake. That was that right. Doesn't, that doesn't make raw bad. It makes design so bad. So if I sell you a salad and there's three rotten eggs and one egg's really really good. Yeah, but what if I bought the other salad that you had on your table and all the eggs were good and it was fine. Well, I mean, whoops! Why? I, I mean, then it worked out fine. It's just I, you just happen to have one rotten salad sitting there, and you still sit around trying to sell it to me. But they're mass producing a salad that's seventy-five percent bad. No, it's not that bad. Most I classes think, have one or two subclasses that's by far the I know, best. But that somebody, somebody clip the salad analogy, please. <laughs> That'd be a great short. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there are, but there's broken things in every game. You've played many, That's many why games. you have to homebrew. No, it's not why you have stuff. to brew. If you say, 
okay, optional. You can't use that class, that subclass, and now you've you've done what D&D believes in, one D&D at least, and you've cut the fun stuff out of the game. And now everything else is a lot more balanced and even because... So you'd rather classes... take stuff out to try to fix the I'm game. told that this is my side of the argument. So yeah, yes, that's... that's what I believe in today. I think the less, you're giving your players less options. You know, less options is at times bad. It's but just bad. either way, um, classes have lots of options unless you're playing rogues and stuff. Lots and... of options. Um, Unless but, you're playing a warlock who actually gets evocations cool. or spell spellcasters that actually get to pick their spells, every other class only chooses their subclass, and I then know. they're done. But choosing. There is lots of good things to this point. Firstly, people can study and know this class over the years, and they know the way the game works because of it. Uh, people feel safe in playing a game where everything makes sense to them consistently. Uh, the game also. Um, you don't you don't have to learn lots of sub rules like some of them aren't but you do as well if I mean, you play you do, but a champion battle master and elder knight right? all play completely different. i can go look at them on, on my book in my player's handbook but same I'm, with the homebrew class i know but your I dm's going to give you the homebrew class okay, and say these the are the DM, abilities unless the dm prints off a, a booklet for every person why is he printing off a booklet because well, you need he's going to show the players these are your options do you want to look at you're going to want to know you're going to want to know if, if Buddy over there is playing that homebrew class, sometimes you want to know what he can do too, right? He, yeah, he'll so, show you. But yeah, but you can only show you when you're all sitting at the table together. Sometimes the internet wanna... is a wonderful thing where you can like take pictures of things. And Not always. Things. I've sent pictures back and forth on the internet. Works well, well that sounded bad. No, it's not. That sounded bad. It's, not. it's in the cloud. It's in the cloud. It's there it's now. Uh, all right. I'm going to end this round here. I'm going to award... Kyle, seven points for this round. Eight, because I gave you the lighter. <laughs> You're right, actually. You're right. I can't believe I allowed that. Give me that lighter. That was right too now. ignorant for me to allow that. You were just taking a drink of your beer, and you were like, <laughs> um, that's a negative one point for that. You should. Uh, no. Kyle gets, Kyle, you get eight. What else you got? It was a really good point you made about the fact that making more homebrew makes more options. But Jordan did have a good point. I found that it's not the exact point he made, but I'm summarizing that, uh, so uh, or maybe inferring a little bit. Too. <laughs> so we're uh, going to add to the things he didn't say. That's right. Ethan. Uh, and change it. It, was, give him it credit. was sort of what I was looking for, <laughs> is that there are definitely options in the game that you haven't explored. Yeah. Right. So, more options is always good, but it's not uh, an absolute necessity. See, like, me, there are options you haven't it explored. It all depends on how long you've played. But I would say, that, like Kenny and Sabrina, well, who mainly play, and have they you played, played with us. A, a level twelve character who's one level in every class, though. You've been uh, playing for a long time. Kyle, I haven't, but that's <laughs> a lot of multi-class. tried to. I theory crafted it though. <laughs> you have, yeah, many like, times. So I DM <laughs> half the time, it's and true, true, true. only these last few years have I had the opportunity to play as much. Yeah. But, like, you get, like, if, and it's a very, very fine case to make. I only want to play Rangers. I only want mm -hmm. to play Marshals. Or whatever you choose. Like I only that. want to play full spellcasters. I feel that's a very fine angle to have. Then you burn through your options a lot quicker. Sure, yeah. And especially when there is something like the Warlock. Who there is no other reason not there's no reason to not be a hexblade. But to me, it's just there's so about, many versions of that. Just because you've decided that you have to play the top class doesn't mean you should, or the top subclass doesn't mean you should. There are lots of other subclasses out there that are not, you know, perfectly as strong. I'm not even going to say optimal because these are strong potential classes that just aren't as good as the top one, and you just think that they're weak because you you compare but them all they to the top. Are one. weak? Not all weak. They're not as bad as you think they are. I mean, there's no reason not to to play a fiend or a fae or. I know there, you you say, and you're right. There might not be a reason not to play it, but you can. But even the flavor, options, the flavor of the hexblade can go with anything. Yeah. I think uh, I think for for some people you're both right. Like so, like obviously, like some people would never play anything other than hexblade because you can choose your patron. Like the yeah. flavors there, but like 
if you wanted to double down even like if like there can be a type of player who wants specifically to be as flavorfully i am i am a i've made a pact with a fiend type thing so you go Here's directly blade, down the attack with charisma <laughs> I mean, you... <laughs> is that what that means? Sure. It's pretty much. Well, it. And you get the ability to hurl someone through hell. Well. You. It's You're still playing an at level fourteen. It's Very an option. Solid. It's there. It's yeah. an option. I think it the flavor. You put whatever flavor you want into anything. The book is just it's there true, for raw but, mechanics. So I, mean, I can flavor anything I, up. I any know, way that's I want. Not really homebrew. If you take that, no, I'm not making a homebrew angle. Okay. I'm saying you can take any. The book is You're just right. there for the raw mechanics. That <laughs> hurl through hell is there just for flavor to help you because you can't think sure. of your own flavor. Hurl through I can play a pack exactly. The pack of the I play pack of the angel and I flavor that as going to Mount stuff. Celestia, and maybe I because it's psych. I think it's psychic damage. It's not even fire damage. Yeah, so you're like, right. that's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, if the DM and then that's where homebrew comes in. I'm like, hey, I got an idea. I want, I'll play this, but I want to flavor it as angel. Can I change this to radiant damage because I want to flavor it as them going through? And I that's what the DM says. Good that's job. I'll do that. A lot of homebrew. That's really just reflavoring. I don't know that, that like changing it to radiant would be homebrew. It would be homebrew, but it's but, like the lightest of homebrews because you're literally following the standard rules. And you're set. still tweaking the raw, though. You are tweaking the raw. But, but like that's why like the added flavor of these classes has no value because the flavor is whatever you want to put on it. When you come up with a character concept, then you find the mechanics to match your character concept, and then you slap the flavor on. I'm playing an artificer, which yeah, I know is a bullshit class. It's a bullshit like class. I don't always make. The take the I would be playing a paladin if I wanted to play something strong or, or a rogue or, or or something like that. Like I'm playing an artificer who's one of the worst classes in the game. Yeah, they're but it class. helped me mechanically build the the flavor I wanted for my Batman esque character. Yeah. So I wanted my intelligence to be useful. Now I could have went to you and said, Hey Ethan, can I build a paladin but use intelligence instead of charisma for everything? And then instead of taking or maybe I change a couple spells here or there to fill the niche. And Ethan might have said, yeah, go for it. Or he might not have. So instead of asking him to bend the rules, I just did it by the books, more or less. And then I did ask him if I could use sneak attack on my gauntlets because I'm not attacking with strength. And he was okay with that. So we've homebrewed that a little bit. But... Tweak, yeah. So it's like you put the flavor you want on it like you make your sandwich it's true but i i feel you Sound. also like i feel like you're all like you picked artificer because it fit the flavor of batman right yeah it's true i i feel like i feel like it's all like you it's an option like it's just whether you want to do well, it too sure yeah, yeah. but it's monk like glass monk artificer it's really it's good. what you want to sort of like put put the work into like, like if, you, if you had a said call i could play a paladin and use intelligence i would never have built artificer right exactly yeah so i didn't want to burden you with that because that's something i haven't play tested or even theory crafted until just right now on the spot I don't maybe it it's overpowering i doubt it by first glance like intelligence and charisma is actually probably a better stat than yeah, intelligence a lot better. so well, you can make the argument intelligence is the worst stat yeah. By a, by a landslide. The, the upside to having an intelligence guy in your group is there, though. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the advantage of intelligence is that intelligence is so bad that the one that guy that plays That's intelligence bad. is now great. He's a god among men. Which actually makes it do. sneaky good because then you're not competing. Yeah. Everybody has a charisma skill. It seems true. Like. It's like, so it's like, I right. want to roll precision. I want to roll precision. Well, in this round here, uh, we went into a little bit of overtime there. I won't give Kyle any bonus points for that because you already had eight. It's pretty good. Six. Six, you had six. That's not true. <laughs> uh, so, Jordan, uh, you have another turn to go, and this will be your last chance to make an opening statement. And, Kyle, this will be your last chance to rebuttal. If you uh, would like some inspiration, Jordan, I would maybe suggest I you... I got an idea. Okay. No way. You knew Ethan wasn't ever going to give you an inspiration. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been inspired by Ethan before in my life. Not, not, not on paper, just in real life. I only do real life inspiration. And I, and I still don't feel... I mean, sometimes when he flips that ponytail... I right, can't yeah. help but, like... What, roll, 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 ro
two. I gotta add three to this. <laughs> okay, okay. Spells. That's one. Rules is written spells versus homebrewed spells. Okay, this is where the world gets crazy. Okay, there are some obviously wicked spells in the standard spell list, right? Like Wish is a good example of something crazy, right? Magic Missile, insane. But uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's the other spells that the potential created spells. Now, I'm not saying that the world of spells are perfect, but they do have some sort of semblance of balance. You see that level three spells are a huge jump in power. Except Wish. Except Wish, but that's level nine spell. And really, it only gets really crazy when the DM controls it. Control weather. Yeah, control weather. What were they thinking? <laughs> I'm not saying they were they were bad yeah, jobs. Remember yeah, that. Um, but they their power level increases at a at a at a reasonable rate. So fireball doesn't show up until lightning bolt shows up. They're both similar spells. From a power. long time ago, oh, Kyle. Fine. Don't worry about. It. I fixed it. Do you know, did you not realize me going I'm over there? I was in the zone. All right, I'm in the freaking zone. All right. <laughs> Maybe they can't hear my hands, that's <laughs> <laughs> But spells are designed in a way that they, they, they're introduced at the right times in, in, next to other spells that are, you know, relative or the same, right, to some degree. But if you homebrew, then literally anything can happen, but not just that. Putting spells in the right position, playing spells as they should be, you know, the, things become unpredictable. How do you decide where this type of spell exists. Is it actually a level 8 spell? Is it actually a level 7 spell? I mean, some of that comes with the home brewing of itself, but the reality is that without severe playtesting, sometimes spells that are minor become major. You know, little ability here becomes a big ability, and it should be a higher level spell. We see spells now that are low level, that are rules as written, that should be higher. And every time you do a home brew, you run that risk on a much higher level. You know, it all depends on how you're going at your homebrew. If you have an idea for a spell and you look at other spells that do similar things yeah. and engage it, you'll find the right amount. The thing that throws you off is when Wizards of the Coast prints a spell mm -hmm. that is way too strong for its level. Yeah, they, they did Silvery barbs. You look at Healing Spirit Fireball, which they've said themselves is overpowered I for know. third level. But you do. So that you means get... to me they wanted it to be fourth you or do... maybe fifth. Probably you get fireball at the same time as you get lightning bolt, and they're both very similar in power. The the, the big areas, radius, but I mean, is, some would argue that that's dangerous. But like, mean. if they, which they have themselves admitted, fireball being too powerful, that means they're already tweaking what they think's right for balance by putting it, it down. They but they tweak it by putting it at three instead of putting it in line at fourth, it's true. which is probably what. But everybody knows you play them. Your camp, most campaigns are done at fifth level when yeah. you look at online how other people are playing yeah, but like think... spiritual weapon not being concentration but if i summon a weapon i have to concentrate on it like there's a lot of stuff like that that's rules is written like what were you thinking like some spells that don't need concentration so or how would you would you create spells i very them? seldom create spells well, that's what i mean but i a lot of the times tweak spells yeah. like Drop concentration, turn it to a bonus action, increase but I see, different things on I it. I see like that, that less is home brewing, even though it is under our funky definition. It probably is home but, brewing, but the truth is, if I just you know tweak one little step here, so it's not a so that uh, spiritual weapon is concentration now or something like that. That's not like. The only Same spell, creating an unbalanced spell. The only spell that I kind of created and I based it off spiritual weapon, and then I never casted it. But I in Ethan's short spell or spell jammer campaign, I wanted a spell similar to spiritual weapon that shot a chain that was like an animated chain that could like do less damage, but like have a chance to like yeah. bind them up. Well, thing when he summoned the net. Yeah, which was a reasonable was... question when you're not actually explained how spiritual weapon worked. Because in his I, in his head, he thought he summoned a weapon to give to somebody. I'm like, oh no, it actually dances and fights or whatever. And he's like, okay, so it can be anything? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, could it be a net? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, That's, that floats your boat. But he's a guy, he's but... a guy, we play lots of D&D, &D and he's played none. Yeah. And he's like, coming up with this stuff, I'm like, it's yeah, pretty good sense. stuff. It's but... good stuff. Anyway, yeah. Um, like creating a spell. But like, that's creativity. To me, some of that's not homebrew. 
That's the way the game's intended no, to be that played. No, flavor, flavor I don't consider homebrew. So, uh, but, like, but, uh, changes in the mechanics of the spell I consider it, homebrew because, in a way, you're creating your whole I agree, spell. but I think that that's the least homebrew you can do, and that's to, because you're attempting to stay with rules as written. Because you You're attempting to fix the rules as written yeah, because it's too powerful. Could be. But to create a spell out of thin air, like... Like, I have used spells from third-party books, Yeah. but, like... I haven't really found the need a lot of the times to make a spell. Because they've done a pretty good job at it. Because there's a lot of them. I would, majority of them are good, but there are some still really stinkers. bad sort of things. There's some that they should change. Like some a, that just shouldn't work the way they work. Con, or a control weather. Like, who did that? What, yeah, what did they make that was like level 8? Level if it's going to be a level 8 spell, let it actually control the weather. Yeah, like, we'll do something reasonable. But I mean, anyway, that's different. All right. That's not homebrew. That's, that's poor writing. This round here, we might have some little overtime also. <laughs> Never. Jordan, it was a good topic to pick because of the fact that spells are the le probably the least homebrewed aspect of D&D. &D. I think it's because they're the most dangerous. And, like, the full, I like... I would say it's because they're not needed, but... Maybe. I would, I would agree with Kyle, but... I wouldn't agree. They're... they're there's less slight tweaks that people do to spells. But and more... there's also some a lot of just flat bannings. Like I think it's almost a borderline consensus consensus that silvery barbs is banned. There's, that's true, as well as uh, the fact that uh, it gets like homebrew. Like people who are actually making spells, like they they're just not used. Like anywheres because it's like nobody goes to the homebrew site to pick spells it's just not what you do it's true they go to pick monsters they go you to pick kyle in your rebuttal what uh there was a point right they were all good points jordan, trying a hard time to find jordan them. uh good. sort of made a good point that there's never it doesn't there at least it's not very often that you level up as a spellcaster and it's like okay i have to take this spell. Whoa! There's usually just fire play off. a sorcerer. <laughs> That's dependent on your spell class. Not completely, but fireballs the only. Wizards are about the only one that gets free range. Not like true. they pick a lot to start a off. Lot of yeah, but you can copy spells down in your book, so you don't ever feel yeah. hinged. But I mean, all the wisdom classes. But like, what well I'm saying is, thing. like, when a sorcerer gets to fifth level, like they have to take fireball. I mean. Or maybe lightning bolt. Okay, they might have to take fireball, but there's like there, there, there's, there's two. There, there's two. There, there's spells. There are options there, yeah, I mean, and play... it's not like I have to take this spell. And it's not like for everybody except sorcerer. But I think the, that makes my case better because the spells game. aren't balanced well when there are four or five spells that you have to take. I no, I think that what, counter spells, spell the, magic, fireball, haste. There's four or five spells. Now think of other third level spells. That you really have to think of which one you should take. Having tough choices because there's four choices that you want to make doesn't mean that there's four mandatory choices. It means there's four good options. And sometimes but, when you're higher level, you might even come back and pick it because that option. But you'll so never take one that's not those four. This or five. This like is you could possible. you could look at the spells right now. And cut half of them out at certain levels. This is what I feel like you made a good point on. Is that there are spells that are... Like, sure, there are options. But there is still a power like shift between those options. As well as, like... There are definitely spells that are never options. And as well as your point that you mentioned in my breakdown of the rebuttal that I was going to get to as well. I, you're just dragging <laughs> you off. But uh, there are spells that are bannable. Like, are as well as the fact that possibly. even, yeah, like, Wish... Too annoying spell. Wish, even the way you guys <laughs> describe it. I like you guys. guys well, we're I just reading it as Raw's again. Raw, raw okay, dog. Go watch that episode. <laughs> go watch the Dagger I've spell never been Raw Dog. Tell much. me what you think about that Wish situation. Is, Wish is a uh, spell. I feel like it just the fact that it can be different between DM and player is a fact that it, like it's a little tweak. 
just just that it's it's a tweak that it's, has to be done it's because a terrible if you feeling. allow it to go crazy then your players are unstoppable it's but a terrible feeling let's say we never had yeah. that wish conversation let's just say i can't, pretend for, we've I never can't had forget it. about that i know but let's just say joe Smo off the street comes in right he's never watched our podcast so he obviously sucks but he comes in and you're like hey build a level 17th character he said i'm gonna pick wizard and he builds wish and he plays and he casts his wish. Let's say he even goes through the trouble of having the material components on him, which is another rule that no one ever uses, which is I consider homebrew. But he casts wish, and he says, I wish for the bad guy to not exist. And Ethan's like, yeah, I don't let that happen in my game. I, and it's like, but that's in the book. Okay. It says I could do anything. So like, I rule. would give them a spell effect that is... That goes towards that goal. I wouldn't give kill? them exactly that, but I would give okay. them a spell effect that this goes the towards Ethan that play. goal. This is the Ethan play. Ethan goes, I'll give you power word kill. It targets the boss. The and boss has work. more than 100 yeah. HP. It, it whiffed. Go back to your day, sir. I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go. I mean, it depends on the wording of it as well. I feel I feel like it's a lose-lose spell. It's a like, lose-lose honestly, spell. Because there's always going to be bitterness. Because if I ask for something that's not copy a spell, and the only reason there's no bitterness on copying a spell is because there's no room for DM interpretation. Not to mention it's actually if I ask for something like that, ninety-nine percent of the time you're gonna monkey's paw me on it. Yep. Right. <laughs> and what did I gain from taking that ninth level spell <laughs> to get rid of the bad guy? Now, in story-wise, maybe you wrote it in your camp. Maybe we're level five characters, but we're on a quest to find the scroll of wish because that's the only way to beat the bad guy. Then you probably don't monkey. Welcome positive. to Staff of the Archmage at level five, where <laughs> things get real fun real quick. But like that's why it's such a poorly designed spell. It, it should is. never be a spell that any player in the game can get access to. So I remember it should this... either be a air quotes tenth level spell or a DM only spell. I remember this situation. I think it might have been an Ethan, one of the Ethan's campaigns where he casted Wish. Okay, he was the the DM. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you were the. Dungeon of the Mad Mage guy, right? Yeah, we were chasing him, and he was. And we he beat him up real good. Us, I think. And he wished, he wished for like a wall of force or something to, to bubble himself, and it, he did that. And I thought, Whew. he could literally wish for anything. He has all the power in the world. He wasted his time putting a wall of force on himself. What an idiot! And then I never said it ever until right now because I didn't want him to realize. There's no way he could get us back because I didn't want him to ruin my life because no, I missed that. I pretty, you're misremembering that. I, I, I thought you used it to heal I, yourself. I, yeah. But I, did, I didn't yeah, want to. I did do Jordan that. had it going. <laughs> Jordan got it. It's a good story. Another point for me. But, uh, Just wait, wait, is there another light right here? <laughs> breakdown. I found a piece of gum. Do you want that? Yeah, no is it thanks. chewed? Yeah. yeah. Final score breakdown. Jordan, before the rebuttal, was at eight points. You had a strong topic. Kyle. Dinged you down a couple points you from there with up? with some with Do some I really good need to find a lighter? with some good points. So your final score for the final round was six points. Six point five. Making the grand total for both of you, Kyle, with fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, fourteen, seven. fourteen. Kyle, fourteen. Jordan with thirteen. Kyle, point five. Edging out by a point. My that lighter. That lighter it's, made the difference. It was ex- it was extremely cool. Honestly, I didn't expect it. What this podcast has taught me more than anything is There's that I know I'm, I'm actually more of a rules lawyer than I thought I was originally. <laughs> I have more respect for the rules than I thought I did originally. DMs do. I think it's just but not that goes. I don't like homebrew. I obviously our homebrew rules are are the best, but but so, the, I'll put it this way. But the, I do I I do. I feel like a gatekeeper, like in that sense. I feel like there's, a, I have to defend the rules to be like they're still, they're still relevant. These you rules can't are, play the game relevant. without some rules. Exactly. You have to have yeah. a starting point. You absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel the rule book is the ingredients to bake and a cake. I feel like that's or make your salad, most of these, but not the meal. I feel like that's how the point breakdown sort of worked. Is Jordan made a good point that like we need the base, and then Kyle comes with. Yeah, but you can mod the game, and I I just have a like mods for just video games too. It's like it's 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 exactly what you what you want it's, because you can personal you can you personalize it. You're but you're going to add think, to add flavor 
to fit your taste. Yeah. Maybe you maybe your group, especially if you're newer. If you're newer, you probably don't have to change as much because you haven't experienced what bothers you in the game yet. But there's nothing worse than when you sit down to play and like this is stupid. I like I'll use a board game example. When we played Small World, we were playing it wrong. I loved it. But we had some rules wrong. We played it by the rules as written, and I hated the game. I know, but it so really like, didn't for make me, very no, much no, I'm just saying my opinion. I hated the crazy. game with the rule changes to make it rules as written. That's not a debate. That's how it was. It's, it's a fact, and but it was crazy. I, like, to me, I would never play it the other way, rules as written, because it's not as fun as the rules that we thought it was. It really... But, like, to me, for my enjoyment, why would I play a game and make it worse for my experience? All, all that said, none of us are 100% on either side. None of us think that the rules are, are, are bullshit, and none of us think that homebrew shouldn't be... Our, none of us are rules lawyers. But that, not to say that we don't have our arguments over the yeah. rules... We always do. That's always a thing. I that's, love that's hearing half, the that's rules. That's half the fun of of D and D is being is. like, but this is the rule, and it's yeah, like, this is the rule. no, you're right about that. So but you I like, do sound like a rules lawyer. As much as I, if, if I, I like, if you do something, or if I do something, and you're like, you can do it, or like Jordan does something, and you're like, you can do it, and I'm like, I will always tell you if I know, like, you can't do that by the rules, but it's your. Your decision, like exactly. any even, game you even play, then we'll we'll go into arguing over the rules. You'll be like, you can do it, even though like it's against the rules, and we'll be like, well, what the? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. That's against the rules. But anyways, no, that's nice. the end of this podcast. Kyle is the winner, so maybe he'll be the pod, the host of next podcast, or this we, will get deleted. <laughs> but probably. we don't. This will probably get deleted. We, we kind of just play it by ear. Usually I'm the host because... Ethan I, likes hosting. I'm cool. I like hosting. He just uh, wants the solo. But I can't believe you didn't give me a point for my piece of gum I found. <laughs> none, like, none of us are one way or the other, but for the purpose of debate in the comment section... I'm 100% homebrew over raw. And Jordan's 100% raw, so who do you agree with? Okay, context is important here. No. Jordan is the king of no context, so yeah. I feel like so I feel like, I feel like you cannot say that. Anyways, next time, guys. Uh, see you Peace. out. Uh, we don't really have an outro thing, but outro? hashtag Marvel Snap. But I don't that was. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> see you guys. Uh, uh, we were we've been your critical failures, and goodbye. Not one. Good night. Play Baldur's Gate and- Three.